that's when the uh, I noticed that the light changed and I heard tires screeching. So I was like, oh man, this can't be good. So we all just started running. Next thing you know, oh they just started shooting at us. And then it's just like bullets flying by, hitting like the back gate of where we parked at and things like that. So um, I, once we got to the car, I was able to uh, open the door and let my friends in on one side. And then I ran to the other side that was facing the road. Uh, I went to grab the handle, but I missed it the first time. And then the second time, I kind of just like adrenaline started pulling it too much and it got kind of jammed. Once I go to get in, that's when I got shot in my back. And oh my God. just from the way that I was turned, uh, the bullet crossed over my spinal cord, which is how I got paralyzed. And then I instantly fell down to the ground. You are now listening to the Unrelenting Humans podcast. My name is Lonnie. I am your host. And on this episode, we are talking to the founder of No Leg Power, adaptive CrossFit athlete, CJ Bellamy. A little bit about CJ. CJ was a basketball player throughout high school, and he became the victim of a drive-by shooting, which left him paralyzed from the chest down. So I first saw CJ on the internet in a video where he was climbing a rope with um, his wheelchair, which impressed me because if you know me that I really love climbing stuff, especially ropes. (laughs) So as I followed him further, I was even more impressed by his spirit and what he's trying to do for the community and just his resilience and resolve and his story is really incredible so I don't even think I do it any justice on this podcast but it's incredible just how far he's come where he's come from and the odds that were against him uh i'm very happy to present this story to you all and i hope you guys enjoy don't forget to like subscribe follow leave us a rating um and a review i really do appreciate it um and without further ado thank you for listening How are you doing today? Pretty good. Awesome. So what part of the world are you in right now? I'm in Orlando, Florida. Oh, okay. Cool. So you're in the States. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm in Los Angeles. So we're oh, far, but... Yeah. On the close. other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I know that you're an adaptive athlete. Can you tell us a little more about your background? Um, so I, back in high school in 2006, I was originally shot in my back um, out. I was out one night, um, a teen night, hanging with some friends. 
we all met up together at the um, club and with the basketball team just because it was about to be the Christmas break. So we all hung out before the break. Um, we just had our last game that Friday. So we were hanging out that weekend before the break. Um, mm -hmm. So we were all at the club, whatever, hanging out. Um, the guys that I wrote with, we I knew them from the neighborhood and we all been friends for years. But uh, the, the guy that drove there, he got into an altercation with someone else and we didn't know about it. So he drove, it was him, myself and two other guys. Mm -hmm. um, once he got into the fight or whatever, he immediately got kicked out of the club, but he didn't call and let us know like, hey, I got kicked out or whatever. So we're just in the club, you know, just hanging out with everyone else. But I was up front, like separate from the whole club and whatever, uh, on the phone with my girl because I, one, my parents told me already not to go um, because I, it was already late and I left the house at like 11, 11.30ish just to go mm -hmm. there for like a couple of hours. And then the other thing is I had a, already had like a bad feeling about it. So I was just up front talking to my girl the whole time. And then once it was over and it was time to leave, that's when me and the other guys realized like, hey, he isn't here, he's on a ride. So we're all calling him like, yo, where you at, where you at? He's like, yeah, I got into a fight with these guys. You know, um, oh, wow. I'll be back. Yeah, like I'll be back to pick you guys up in a second. So as we're waiting for him to pick us up, you know, he comes and picks us up and we're like, uh, who'd you get into a fight with or whatever, trying to figure things out. But he was like, I, I don't even know, man. It was just some people and being being young and not really thinking about it uh we just left it at that because all we all we really did was play basketball and yeah didn't really you know get into fights or anything like that it was just sports for us and for me personally it was just always sports 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 always from a young age i always wanted to be in the nba which is everyone's dream and you know things like that but i definitely was kind of on my way to that um, yeah. I, and, and attending college and stuff like that. So I always wanted to do that. But, so when did you start playing basketball? Um, at the age of four. Oh, wow. I started real young. Yeah. <laughs> I started real young. And then <laughs> like from like maybe like six or seven, once I really got the hang of it, I started um, taking it more serious. And then my dad was like, okay, you're, clearly better than all the kids in your age group um, you gotta play like a couple years up so I got used to being like the smaller guy getting bullied around so that way when I did play back with my age group it was a lot easier to maneuver and things like that right yeah so you were with at the party mm -hmm. did he always get into trouble or was he a player too uh, he he played basketball too. I mean, he played sports too, but he kind of got in trouble a little bit though. <laughs> so it was kind of like it was like it was like a hit or miss with him. Like some nights he won't like do anything. Some nights things happen. Right. So when this happened, are you the only person that got injured? Um, 
yes so once i'm like i'm gonna jump back to the story so once once we um once he came and picked us up and we didn't really figure anything out we uh drove down the street a little bit to like the hangout spot where everyone else was um as you know at the after hour spots everyone's just hanging out outside the cars playing music watching the girls dance and whatever just hanging out until the cops come shut it down or you just decide to leave so we went up there and once again we met up with the basketball team just thinking nothing of it but in the back of my mind I was like okay he got into this fight um we really don't know who it was or whatever so we have to figure this out somewhere or another um as we're hanging out a group of cars ride by one time you know they're just like mugging us and stuff like that so we're like okay cool not thinking nothing of it and then they that same group of cars rides by a second time maybe 10 15 minutes later this time they're doing the same thing but they start flashing their guns and stuff so i'm like all right man obviously that's who you got to the fight with either we uh make a break for it or you know just kind of play it play it see how it goes so but i was like if they ride if they ride by a third time we could definitely gotta leave so right (laughs) we yeah we we let it go by um like i said maybe 10 15 minutes again that third time they came by and that's when i was like hey man we gotta leave and then i told everyone that we were hanging with like y'all should do the same thing so everyone's leaving but the thing is where we were, we were hanging out where everyone else parked at. So we had to run across like a busy intersection to get to where we parked at. So once they rode by the third time, that's when we start going back to where we parked. Uh, We got across one road and then we're in the median and then we're waiting for the street to uh, clear up. That way we can get to where we parked. Um, As we're doing all of that, uh, I thought we lost them, which we didn't. But as soon as we got to halfway where we parked, that's when the, uh, I noticed that the light changed and I heard tires screeching. So I was like, oh, man, this can't be good. So we all just started running. Next thing you oh know, they just started shooting at us. And then it's just like bullets flying by, hitting like the back gate of where we parked at and things like that. So um, once we got to the car, I was able to uh, open the door and let my friends in on one side. And then I ran to the other side that was facing the road. Uh, I went to grab the handle, but I missed it the first time. And then the second time, I kind of just like adrenaline started pulling it too much and it got kind of jammed. And then it it finally opened. Once I go to get in, that's when I got shot in my back. And oh my God. Just from the way that I was turned, uh, the bullet crossed over my spinal cord, which is how I got paralyzed. And then I instantly fell down to the ground. And oh I was like, God. yo, something's going on because I can't get back up. And my chest is burning really bad. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Really? Wow one of those like movie scene things where you hear about it or you you see it and then you never think it'll happen to you and then it actually happens and then you're like dang look at that (laughs) you said look at that 
<laughs> I don't think that's what I would be feeling. I mean, I, I definitely wasn't feeling that way at first. Like, I was definitely sad and real, like, mad and depressed and things like I mean, where, blaming where you... everyone, like, why was why did it happen to me and things like that. But now I'm able well, to talk about it and yeah. laugh about it. Yeah, now I can yeah. imagine, like, how did it feel? Man, you had to be terrified laying there, like, for real. Initially, like, I was scared. I was yes. just sitting there. I was trying to play it cool because my friends are younger than me, but at the same time, I'm like trying not to freak myself out, but I was definitely freaking out. I was just laying there like, man, I can't get up. Like, yo, I can't get up, man. Like, yo, like, yeah. I really can't get up. Like, I can't even like move my legs at all. Like, I can't even, at that point, I couldn't even feel them. I was like, right. yo, what happened to my legs? They were like, bro, they worked through. I was like, bro, I can't even feel my legs, bro. I can't get up. They were just like, man, dang, bro. Everybody was like all sad. But I was just trying to make, I was just trying to make the situation easier at the time. But I was definitely scared and real, really freaking out. It sounds like you saved your friends, though. Like getting them safely to the car and in on the other side before yourself. (laughs) I mean, most people just cared about themselves. then you know yeah um i'm not yeah i'm not i don't know like i really don't know what made me do that i'm just i don't think i'm a selfish person at all but that just in that instant i really didn't think like i should jump in first like i was just like dang they're a lot younger than me so i felt like i had to like protect them and like i was responsible for them because i was the oldest so yeah and then I have younger siblings, so I was like, man, if that was my younger sibling, I wouldn't want nothing to happen to them. Yeah, so that's, exactly. I just went into like a protection mode. Did you know why well, I know you couldn't feel your legs? But when you uh, went to the hospital, did they tell you right away that you were paralyzed? No. So once I got to the hospital, I was, um, they took me to the emergency room and I was just sitting in the, um, one of the operating rooms because I was, at the time I was 16. So I was waiting for my parents to actually get to the hospital before they could do anything. So I was just laying on the bed for a few hours, like in and out. And then my parents got there and then that's when they were like, oh, well, you just got shot, but they didn't say anything like, oh, well, you're not gonna be able to walk or anything like that. They were just like, he's been shot. There's a lot of swelling around the uh, spine. And then once we get that down, then we may be able to determine what's going on. Oh, wow. So they, they weren't even sure then? No. Oh my God, well, what did your parents do? What, oh my God. Man. So, like, I feel like they wanted to be, like, I told you so, but they, man, like, it was, that was, that was one of the worst feelings I ever felt before. Like, I just felt like I let them down so bad, and, like, once I seen them, they were just crying so much, like, it made me cry, so I was like, dang, man, I really did mess up this time. But you're here, though. Right, right. It's so different, and you're here. You made it. Right. And now, 
you're in great spirits and you're motivating people. Right. Wow. Including me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw you on um, Instagram where you were climbing the rope, not only with just upper body strength, but with your wheelchair. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that was amazing. That was wow. That was the first time I actually tried it with the chair. Like, I usually just climb it with, like, just me and, like, a weight vest, but I tried it with the chair because I saw, I actually saw someone else in a chair do it. So I was like, man, I wonder if I can do that. And then I just tried it. (laughs) And it worked. Yeah, I was about to say, it worked. That's dope. Yeah. And then I, you, you sent me the video of you and your friend. So tell me more about how you how you guys met, how your relationship developed. Um, I knew David. So David Kellum, he's my friend since um, back in middle school. Um, he's a year older than me, um, but we met in middle school. We rode the same bus and David's really fast, don't believe it or not. He's really fast. So he would always race everyone, race everyone. And I was like, man, I'm gonna beat you, watch. I'm gonna race you one time and that's gonna be it. And then I raced him one time and I beat him by like a literally a step. Like my foot crossed and his foot like crossed like two seconds after. Wow. So. And I'm like, I won. He's like, no, 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 no. That was a tie. It was a tie. That was a tie. I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, I won. Give it up. But that's since then, we've been friends forever. And we've been doing, working out together, doing interviews, everything. Oh, wow. And once uh, he actually got injured a couple years after I did on a motorcycle accident and we kind of lost contact once I got injured but then I found out he got injured and then I reached out to his sister and then we ended up meeting at the rehabilitation center that I was going to and I never Uh thought he would be there and I saw him and he was like what you doing here I was like (laughs) no 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 what you doing here and then ever since then we we just clicked. So we talk about everything. I mean, we can relate to each other just because we're both in wheelchairs. So we're pretty much open with everything that we talk about. I mean, um, yeah, you guys sound like best friends. You guys basically grew up together, went to school together, and then are going through this at the same time, around the same time. Mm-hmm. And now <laughs> it's like kind of destiny there. Yeah. It's crazy. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, I would love to. I would love to talk to you both at the same time. <laughs> I mean, we could set up something again. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's he'll be available for it. I'll just have to check exactly. with him. Yeah, I'm putting together uh, a YouTube to go with Unrelenting Humans as well, where I want to do other stuff as like interviews and workouts too. Like, right. So maybe we could set something up like that. Definitely. Oh, so tell me a little bit more about what you are doing right now with, I saw your no leg power um, 
organization yes and motivational speaking i have to get you some of those brand some of the uh bands and stickers so I oh yeah some definitely. more merch but um <laughs> what that is it's pretty much just me trying to get everyone educated and as knowledgeable as possible about people with spinal cord injuries or people in a wheelchair or with any type of disability it's i have educational videos just talking to you guys about different things that happen or if you see something like what signs to look out for um if you may see someone out in a wheelchair and you wonder how they drive i have videos of me driving my car just to show you guys uh it's the hand controls that we drive with those and just videos how i transfer just different objects that we use throughout the day things that we may actually need help with things that we may not need help with everyone's different so everyone help level is different so it just depends on who the person is um i have a lot of videos of me working out uh it's just me trying to motivate people to stay positive and just really educate them on spinal cord injuries yeah no i love it that's a good idea that was dope you know we kind of need that because sometimes it's a little um i guess awkward like some people don't know how to engage with people with different you know disabilities and don't know what the proper the proper approach yeah you're right that's i (laughs) feel like that's me being coming from someone that's that used to walk and i used to be all the time like messing around like joking with people in wheelchairs not in a bad way just like oh hey man what's up like just keeping them keeping their spirits high just because i kind of felt that they felt a part of like society and things like that and then now that i'm actually in a chair and i went through what i went through i seen firsthand like okay people really do look at you like nah man this guy can't do anything or like he's gonna be useless just because he's in a chair or i'm gonna have to do everything for them or oh man how do i say hi to him or you know how does he do anything it's it it went from like it really blew my mind like people really thought like that and like even now that i'm doing so much as like motivational stuff and just always trying to uplift people people still look at me like ah hmm. he's still in that chair so i don't know man it's kind of hard so i'm like yeah. okay cool but it's easy all you have to do is just speak to us Keep us like you know treat us like you would anybody else just say hi it's not like we're begging you to have like a (laughs) full-blown conversation with us as soon as you see us it's just a simple hi as you would do anyone else as you walk by them that's it exactly yeah no i get that so when you speak of the things that you guys can do on your own like what you would actually what are the things that you would actually possibly need help with like we know you can get around we know mm-hmm. you can drive we know you can climb a rope and mm. lift weights so what are some things that you might have to ask somebody like hey can you help me bro um 
shopping. I mean, pushing the. I mean, I can go shopping by myself. I can push the basket just because I work out and stuff. But that is definitely difficult. Uh, after that, I ask people all the time to reach stuff on the high shelves, pick up the heavy waters and stuff. So I'll ask my friends all the time, "Hey, man, come with me," and they'll go shopping with me. Or yeah. even if I go by myself, I'll see a random person. I'll ask them, "Hey, can you grab this?" or "Can you push my basket?" or you know. Right. Okay. Uh, I think another thing that most people with disabilities have a problem with is cooking. But a lot of people know how to cook. My mom taught me at a young age how to cook and how to like really survive. So I don't really ask for much help. Yeah. So I feel like I'm a lot different. Yeah, you sound very independent. <laughs> you sound like you're good on a lot of levels. <laughs> Whereas I know some people may yeah. not be. They don't have those survival skills. Right. All of those. Right. But it also is a part of your upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I say it depends on who you meet. All right. Okay, cool, cool. So what uh do you have anything that you are planning for the future that um what are your your plans for uh, no lake power? Uh my plans for that is just to grow it as big as possible and get more people involved as in just you for instance you could tell your story on my page and I can just feature it on my page just because you have a unique story yourself. So it's just to get more people that feel like they're not a part of something to feel a part of something. Definitely. And how can we raise more awareness for the adaptive community? That's something that I'm passionate about that I'm working on right now. I actually am speaking on a panel or I'm actually putting together a panel mm-hmm. in August where we are going to discuss ways that we can help out more. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, what? how can we bring more inclusion to the adaptive community? Um, just just a, a friendly invite. Because most people, I would say, just like going to a party, most people aren't going to come, but a lot of people are going to come. So it really depends, but don't not include, you know what I'm saying? Right. So just just include them in anything and everything. Yeah. Leave the floor open to them. Like, it's not like we didn't invite you. We have, like, not saying it like that, but <laughs> it's like we invited everyone to come. You're in, Everyone's included to come. Everyone right. may not have come, so yeah just the initial invite yeah just be trying to try to be more inclusive i would say because initially it's up to whoever to actually get down and come Uh uh-huh okay definitely we'll keep that in mind i'm like i (laughs) (laughs) i no, you have so much more that you can tell, talk about, but I don't even know where to begin asking questions. I'm like, uh, cause on your page, you do so much working out and 
are, are you do you do crossfit or yes then so how'd you get into that um my friend david <laughs> david actually um he went he was going to the gym like a year or so before me and then he was like do you want to do like crossfit type working out it's a different type of just your standard curls and push-ups and bench press uh initially i was like nah dog i don't even i don't work out at all at first i didn't work out at all the most i did was probably some push-ups in the house and curls but other than that no so he was like you want to try this gym out i was like uh not really but sure i went once i went did the first class the gym socf uh fitness they made me they made me feel so apart that first day that i was like bro there's no way that i'm not coming back tomorrow so right, right after that i came back tomorrow and i was like man and then now i look at it like bro i am like full blown going with this crossfit stuff it's crazy i never thought that <laughs> i would be lifting weights and like lifting as much as i do especially now because mm-hmm. at first when i first got injured i had a lot of self-doubt and a lot of just I, i'm not going to be able to do this and a whole lot of negative thinking and then once i actually got out of that thinking and started to try new things and started to try just everything it was like okay i could do pretty much everything that i want to it just yeah. may take a little time to get used to and figure out how my body reacts to it but once I got out of that negative mindset, I definitely started doing a lot more positive things with myself. Exactly. So uh, th- with that, mentally, how how was the progression of your mental health w- after the injury? Like, I know you were saying you were kind of sad and depressed at first. Mm-hmm. And now you're obviously not that. You're super inspiring <laughs> and motivated. <laughs> so how was that journey uh that was uh that's a struggle in itself because just some days i'm some days i'm down but i'm not like oh man it's too much for me it's just like a moment where i'm like damn dog. i just yeah. want to like mm. but then i'm like nah man look at that let's go and then i get up but uh, it definitely was definitely still is an up and down thing, but I'm more up all the time than I am down. So I feel good where I'm at, just coming yeah. from where I was. The whole depressed and suicidal thoughts and just of like I can't do anything till now. I'm like I can do everything. I don't even think about nothing crazy anymore. Is just all positive how am I gonna do this for myself how am I gonna do this for somebody else or how can I help somebody else in the same predicament that thought how I did before right. to get them to think how I do now yes exactly that that sense of purpose and yeah that really helps ch- changing your life as well as someone else's life right 
and yeah that community that you have there with crossfit <laughs> i hear that a lot about crossfit i've never done crossfit you should try I hear it that the community is amazing in itself yes so. the people the people there will definitely keep you motivated not only as like an athlete but as you talk to them they'll keep you motivated as a person like oh okay like they'll try to figure out what you got going on and then they'll include themselves not in a way like oh well i want to take credit for this it's like okay i see you doing this hey get with my friend over here he does this he can lead you in that way and get with his friend over there they can take you to this spot where you're trying to go they're always linking you to someone else to where you're trying to get that's why i feel like that that that's my biggest part on their community part they always link you with somebody that they know where you're trying to go even if you don't think you're trying to get there they see your potential and they put you to that person right oh wow that's dope that's dope (laughs) awesome all right so do you see yourself competing in any of the competition once uh once the you know world opens up (laughs) definitely once the world opens back up um i would i would like to sign up for the um so the whole adaptive athlete community we have a a page that we all follow and qualify for like different events it's called wheelwad they host mm-hmm. a lot of the adaptive athlete competitions and they they were in the uh Wadapalooza competition in miami and they're part of the uh, crossfit games too so i'm definitely gonna try to qualify for both of those and see how i measure up um i did pretty good last year but i didn't make it to where i wanted to just off of me being kind of still new to everything mm-hmm. and i feel like now um i don't have any excuse <laughs> right no i'm, I'm sure you do great <laughs> yeah you look good and strong over there <laughs> i appreciate y'all it y'all be working y'all be working <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely well i'll be looking out definitely uh to see i might go out that way but uh yeah you guys should come out uh to do a spartan <laughs> where's that at uh we have the um the para world championships in laughlin in november in laughlin nevada mm. okay so i, look, I don't know i'll look that up yeah or hit me up and i'll give you more info okay. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it has been a pleasure. Um, wait, 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 what's your Instagram? <laughs> um, my Instagram is CJ Bellamy, B-E-L-L-A-M-Y, two, three. That's my personal page. And then my brand page is No Leg Power. So you guys follow me on both please thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay like subscribe follow yeah do you have a um a youtube yet yes i do have youtube um they're both the same things just look up both names on both and if you're on twitter look up the no leg power on twitter and if you have facebook 
Yeah, I have everything. You got everything. <laughs> or oh, send me all the links, okay. and I will definitely put all the links in the bottom. Um, okay. In the, in the comments of the podcast. Okay, I got you. <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you. I was I was really excited to do this interview. Ever since I saw you climbing that rope, <laughs> I was like, I gotta talk to this dude. I have to. <laughs> so, uh, with that said, uh, have a great week, and I guess we'll talk soon. You too. I'll definitely be in touch. All right. Bye, CJ. See ya. It was so great to get the opportunity to talk to CJ about his injury and what he's got going on. As always, I wanted to touch a little bit more on a subject, and that subject is gun violence, specifically in America. Around 40,000 people are killed by guns every year in America, only in America. And for every one person that is killed, there are six people that are shot and aren't killed. So that means that there are a lot of people like CJ that get shot and end up with debilitating injuries that are life-changing. And there are different types of paralysis I don't know the exact number or percentage of how many people get paralyzed, but it, it's a it's a good amount. So, and then think about this: out of all the people that are shot and not killed and paralyzed in different ways, seventy five percent of those people are black men not black women not white men not hispanic black men 75 percent that's that's huge so when it comes to you know voting season right now it's time to change it's time this country needs to change I understand everybody's right to bear arms, but there has to be more gun control in this country. It's too easy for people to get illegal firearms. It just is. And you never know whose life it's going to affect. Like, a lot of people that get shot aren't bad people. They're not gang members. They are not, you know, getting shot by the police. They aren't even in a fight with anybody. They're just innocent bystanders. And everybody deserves to live and live a normal life and not have to be afraid of being shot by just being outside. So I'm going to leave you all with that. Uh, thank you all for listening. For those of you that listen all the way to the end, I love you. You the real MVP. 
Um, don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you're not already, you know, like, subscribe, follow, uh, follow me on Instagram at unrelenting underscore humans. Um, and yeah, if you have a message, go ahead and send it to me there or, you know, leave something in the comments. And thank you all for listening. Until next time.